Episode 12, season 40, Winners at War. Hell of an episode. It really was. We, you, spoiler, we're going to spoil who goes home right now. Yes. Um, what did you just say to me, Grace? I said, Kim goes home, or Kim went home, and I'm honestly not upset. Why? I feel the same way. She's honestly one of my favorite players, and yet, two minutes off of the episode, all I have right now is adrenaline. Yeah, I think... At this point, no remorse. There's no remorse, and like everyone's playing so hard that it's kind of like it's inevitable that people are gonna get knocked off. So I'm no longer feeling like devastated. Yeah. Think about when Ethan went home and when Yule went home. Those were hard hits. Like devastated. Yeah. Natalie getting devastated. Yeah. But I think as the show progresses, it gets easier to stomach. Yeah, you almost get jaded to. The realization that someone you love is, is going, going go home. home. With the exception of like three people. Right. So this week's episode opened up on the arrival back to camp after Sophie got blindsided. And it's chaos, which they make a point of this at the end of the episode. But they basically say how calm tribal was. Or pre-tribal and tribal. And then how shit hit the fan after, after the blindside. Yes. And Jeremy and Ben are bickering. Ben is just being he fucking rude. Like he's not playing. He's not no. being political at all. He's just being bold faced. I don't want to work with you, so I'm not gonna be decent to you. Or talk to you or it's, even just like be an adult. It's kind of insane. And like you're playing a game that involves manipulating and backstabbing and lying. And just, and yet there's still a expectation. Yeah. And he's like, just like, nope, I don't have to treat you in any kind of way because I'm not going to work with you, which is really transactional and fucked up, I think. I think it's just like frustrating because it's also not fun to play with someone like that. Like part of the fun, yeah, it's twisted fun, but part of the fun is like being able to play with people and to like have conversations and blindside people and yeah. feel like you might have hope in people. And Ben, when somebody shuts down like that and it's just like, I'm not going to talk to you, work with you even be pleasant to you in everyday camp life, then that takes away from the game. Yeah, or just, like, your appeal. Yeah. And, like, you have to understand that these are jury votes. That you're going to... Yeah, so... If you and stay in the game, that you'll you eventually You send Jeremy get. home, Jeremy's going to gab about how he was treated. Yeah. Why... You know, there is some strategy in saving face, and there's also some decency. Yeah. It's, like... Somehow it feels like the kinder thing to do. I don't know. Whatever. It just is like Ben is just getting more and more irritating. In the beginning of the season, he was amusing. Now he's fucking irritating. Yeah, he's very irritating. Um, and then it switches to Sarah and Tony's. He's pissed um, at Tony as yeah, well. And Sarah, he, like fucking mad. You just, I feel like you see like tough cop Sarah. Yeah. Like she's her like, accent you, gets thicker. Yeah, she's like, like, you sunk my game. And he's like, what? No, I didn't. And she's calling him grimy in front of people. Yeah. Well, I do think, like, it does suck because Tony made a big move. He saw Sophie and Sarah getting close to one another, and he didn't like that because Sarah is his ace in his mind or somebody that he wants to have as a loyal foot foot soldier. And Sophie was potentially preventing that and yes. was good at playing the game. So yes. I thought it was a good move of Tony to it get It was a out. brilliant move. Sophie's been the underlying biggest threat, She's I think. Sleeping, than, been a sleeper yeah. the whole game to win. And it felt like, is no one else seeing this? Because she's so good. But Tony saw it and got her out. With an idol in her pocket, With mind an you. idol in her pocket. Fuck. Yeah. 
And and then Sarah, as they're bickering, Sarah says, and they I just want to clear something up. They cut it because at that time, Tony tells Sarah he has the idol. He tells her, you're still my number one. He tells her not to worry. And the, the way they cut it, they make it seem like you can hear their argument. From the camera. Yeah, because as Sarah's saying names, they're showing people looking over their shoulders. She's like, I voted, I wrote Michelle's name down. Yeah. And you see Michelle go sideways. I think that is purely just an edit. Yeah. I think they were way farther down the beach than it looks Looks like. That they were, yeah. Um, Anyways, because Brian asked, like, are they just listening? Yeah. Um, So they're having that argument and Sarah says, don't ever talk, or if you blindside me, don't ever talk to me again. And they're friends outside of the game so that was like a huge that was a real fight i think yeah for sure she was mad and tony's kind of getting mad at sarah for not i basically think for not playing the way he's playing and he's playing better than anyone right now but i don't think he can get mad at her for like that because she's playing a completely different game and they're not communicating about it and to be fair, he made a move that although wasn't directly against Sarah, it was against Sarah. So he yeah, was yeah. an ally and a friend to her. And so that was that's the incentive. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. So that's like a really hot way to start the episode. Um, and then it pivots to Edge of Extinction. Right? Uh, actually, it goes before it goes to Edge, it goes Daytime Tony and... It shows Tony doing his eagle. Oh, yeah. I forgot yes, about was that. Exactly, actually hilarious. And then he goes through all the different times he tried to do like a spy shack where he's like listening to people. And this one didn't yield any results as no. of yet. Like, it's hilarious that they're giving this airtime just purely for entertainment value. Yeah. And he says, uh, yeah, my bunker didn't really work, but that's okay. It was fun. And he goes, failing is fun. Yeah. Which is like why he's so amazing at this game because he has such a like earnest way of playing the game like he loves every second of it you yeah. can tell he has a child like abandon in yes. most of the game which is i think a lot of people yes they probably have fun out there but they're majority lasered in and focused and like when he's tearing through the forest and being crazy like i think he's really just being that way being that way being just giddy and then i also think myself included and i think a lot of the audience i think that makes it you look at him and not really count him as a strategic threat. But when you actually like strip away all of the emotion and excitement and ways that he makes moves and the way that he rationalizes things, it's like highly, highly strategic. Yeah. It's really reckless and risky, but it's fucking strategic. Yeah. And we'll get to that later. But I just think the way he talks and acts makes you think he's less intelligent at this game than he is. Right. But obviously he's doing amazing at yeah. this point. Um, and I like that he told Sarah cause she walks to the watering hole and she goes, Hey T it's me. And, and no he one... goes, can you see me? And it's just like one eye popping out. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, if we, if both of us were cops and we were partners back home, one of us would be fired. <laughs> like clearly implying that like, I wonder like if he's like way more professional as a cop or if he's a total goof. I don't know. I, I, I... I don't know either. He's fucking killing it, though. Yeah. Um, and then Kim starts her campaign, which I just, like, Kim is so... She's almost, like, so 
subdued that she's scary and I just love seeing her heat up. I love seeing her like start to like really try and play. Yeah. Um, and then it goes to Edge. Yes. And Rob walks up with an Edge of Extinction sale mail and it is the challenges they have to get to the back of the island and back to their shelter and stack 20 coconuts each and the first six people to get it get two fire tokens and the last five get nothing don't so that it's another they call it a tremendous effort challenge challenge and ethan says he doesn't want to do tremendous effort and um i just i just think it's interesting on this edge how much airtime Two people are coming to mind. Um, Natalie and Parvati. Yeah, they're getting a lot of it. They're getting tons. And granted, last week they did something that it just only involved them. But I I think it's worth paying attention to if we're going to try and be predicting who gets back in. Like, I literally think it's Natalie because of airtime. Right. She has a clear narrative. That's like being thread. Yeah, 100%. Um, So Rob comes out hot, real hot. He has some a big dick energy start. Yeah, and he sets he, the pace for the whole crew and is like running. And then Adam doesn't stand a chance, and it's like actually it's actually comical. Yeah, he watches Wendell jump like it's, it's like, like a man. How would you do that? Yeah, it's literally like it's not. It's a it's leap. not part. It's, yeah, it's just a little hop. Yeah, maybe two inch vertical. Like, yeah, over like two rocks that have like a little bit of space ocean in between. between them, and he looks at it in just awe. Yeah, like he just like fucking got dunked on. Yeah. So pathetic. Um, and then Parv, all the girls are super strong, killing it. I feel like that was a female catered um, challenge. Challenge because so like ultra runners are like it's female athletes like compete with male athletes like in so many sports like we get segregated obviously yeah. and endurance sports are like where females really start to be able to like yeah uh, keep up if not surpass surpass and that was definitely the case in this um one of my favorite moments of this episode is parvati calling nat a superhero yeah well she was just so clearly like beasting from the beginning rob is in it but then hurts his his elbow hurts his elbow so i found it interesting because like during the um log challenge at the beginning ethan's moment of finishing it and like getting through that challenge and getting through that journey was so emotional and like I wanted him to win yeah and then Rob finishing his run even though he didn't had no chance of winning the two fire tokens like I was not like I want Rob to do this for Rob I just was kind of like why are you you're just stubborn no it was it was sad to see it literally it I said this to you while we were watching but I was like this is he choking on something I think he just like wrong pipe Deuce, cough it out. He's good. Okay. I, I was like, it literally looks like he's throwing a tantrum right now. Like, it's not this, like, overcoming. It's like, oh, God, this guy cannot accept what's happening. Brad, can you make sure he's the- not choking? <laughs> Just stick your hand, hand in, in there. there. It sounds like something's stuck. It sounds like a little... Okay. We can keep going. Um... 
anyways, it, yeah, it wasn't this like wasn't this triumphant thing. moment at all. Um, the uh, so the people that got the two tokens is Nat, Sophie, Yule, Tyson, Parv, and Wendell. Yes. So it's actually three men and three women. The first two was Nat and Sophie, and Sophie is beating Natalie, which was honestly surprising. Yeah, I didn't think she would me. do well at it. Um, and then Nat says, you know, I knew I had a little bit left in the tank, but I just thought, why not beat her? <laughs> like, you're savage. And then she, like, smiles as she passes her. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. I love her so much. Um, okay, so that was, like, the edge drama. For and then they cut, which was good. It yeah. was a pleasant dose of edge. And some people get some more fire tokens, which hopefully will come into play in the battle battle. Yeah, so at this point, uh, Nat and Parv have five. That's a lot. And if Natalie gets back in the game, she has an idol. So. True. It's very good. Um, and then they go back to Koru. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Thank you. Sarah and Tony are still bickering, and in the background, you just see, like, Nick, like... Creeping. Yeah. Which is very on brand for his character this season. Like, the vampire is what yeah. they're calling it. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. And he's, like, he's still, like, is packing some meat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, Yeah, you're like, like, oh, everybody's really thinned out, but you don't look like... Like, he's just... It's, like, it's not... He doesn't look bad. He just looks the same yeah. as when he came in. Yes. I don't know. He's just, like funny yeah he's very funny and then so we weren't sure about this last we talked about this either on air or off i can't remember but so we were speculating of sophie's idol getting put back in and sarah says it got put Put back back in in. so there's an idol hunt and as people are looking like pretty much everyone's looking at this point and as they're looking ben finds it while he's walking with tony and he tries to hide it. To hide it. And Tony just says, ben, I, I see, see it. that. Yeah. It's just awkward. It's so awkward. It's like, you guys are together and it's clear that, like, you just found it. It's so, it's so interesting to watch Ben play the deeper you go because you see how binary he is. He, he has, like, one... He has sets of rules and then... He sorry, our dog's playing fetch with us right now. <laughs> he hasn't been out. He he has been it's outside. Been he hasn't been on a walk because hours. it's been So if you hear a clatter every couple minutes, it's because we're throwing him. Yeah. Anyway, you see how much Ben just has like three or four hard and fast rules, and he just sticks to it. For yeah. example, Jeremy needs to be out, and he can't adapt. Yeah, he's one track mind. Secondly, don't tell people about your idols. Don't try and find idols. And then he just immediately hides it. Like, there's no strategy. It's right. just purely, like, hard and fast rules, and yeah. he doesn't adapt. And it, like... And then, honestly, like, Tony was like, I might not trust you now that I just saw you do that. And yeah. he's like, I promise we're good. And he's like, but that, you understand how that's shady to me when I literally just told you about my idol, and I see you find one, and you're going to try and hide it from me? Like, and then, how is that supposed to build trust between us? And think about who you're talking to. Right. Like, if you you can, like, ration that with a different player, maybe. But with Tony, he's one of the most prickly people in the game. He's so paranoid. And it's like, if you get caught or questioned by Tony, you beg and plead, 
like the way that Tony does. Like you yeah. emulate what he does and mimic it back to him. And when Tony wants something from you, he's like, please do, please do, please do. He's so yeah. earnest and yeah. he's just saying something as like passionately as he can. It's like, but Ben, that's, that's none of that. He just tries to like shrug it off. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I'm fucking over Ben. I, I'm not feeling Ben. Neither am I. Um, okay. And then it goes to the challenge and it's a bona fide classic. Survivor classic. Hold your hand above your head, uh, clamp to a big bucket of water, and when your hand drops, you're out. And this one also is classically paired with food incentive to drop out of the game. Um, I just wrote down the stats for the for when what Jeff said. The first time they played it was it went for six hours, and they made it harder. By making you stand on a log, and that went for one hour. And, and then and for that second and version. And then for this version, you can't touch your arm. So they keep making it harder. Yes. And it lasted 15 I think it minutes. probably lasted more than 15. I maybe. think they said 15. Oh, 15? Yeah. Yeah. And the reason it only lasted 15, like, I bet it probably would have gone to an hour or so. But the reason it only went to 15 was because everybody dropped for food. Yeah. Except for the winners, which were... Um, Denise and Tony. Denise and Tony. Yeah. Which I'm like, and maybe this is part of the reason why I'm not upset, even though I love Kim and I really wanted her to go far. Yeah, maybe that is it. I think I'm upset because she dropped for food and I just could, I like knowing how she played her one world season, she would have never done that. She would have never risked individual immunity for something so trivial as food. And I just, maybe she was feeling super comfortable. I don't know, but that. Honestly, I think she, and when she got out, I think she was kind of like, she had regrets. Yes. I I was shocked. Yeah. From that. Michelle, I expected. Yeah. Yeah. No, I expected that from Michelle too. But Kim, no. Kim, I definitely I think you and I both were like gassed. I kind of was like, why? Why would you do that? And same with Nick. Yeah. I mean, it just must be getting so desperate i do think it was advantageous of nick to ask for one of tony's fire tokens though which tony ended up paying him yeah like at least he got a little something out of the deal and also kept favor with tony by basically giving tony a gimme to win the challenge yeah except not really because right after that tony asked ben or ben told tony about the kim Kim, plan and then tony went to nick Nick and he literally said i'm trying to remember that was the worst literally just lie and say no who told you that yeah who told you that or if somebody i think or just say yeah yeah, she is you would be like, yeah, she mentioned something. Yeah. I think she's getting nervous that you played Immunities. Yeah. That you've won three times now. Right. I think she's starting to get nervous. Like, literally just side-lie it. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. God, his... Yeah, that was just so cringy to watch. It was so, so cringy. And it was because he got caught red-handed, essentially. Yeah. Um, I... So then it, everyone just starts to spin. And whose name got thrown out first? Jeremy's. So then I kind of knew it wasn't going to be Jeremy. Yes. Because that has been proven that the first person they put suspicion on usually is usually not the person going home. So I kind of got some solace in that, but it was still fucking scary to watch. Jeremy tries to tries to extend extend an olive branch to Ben. Ben is not not having it. It's fucking rude. It's just plain rude. It's just yeah how he's treating people and then they go to tribal very confused no 
Michelle offers Jeremy her 50 50. And I, I was cannot like, believe she gave that up. I can't either. And I'm kind of like, fuck yeah. I mean, like, because I want Jeremy to win. Yes, he will. Like, I want Jeremy to win. But I'm like, I just can't believe that she so willingly she gave it up. did that. And it's like, she really, really doesn't play, I don't think, with strategy. I think she plays with emotion and loyalty. So now I'm confused, though, that he almost, he pulled it out of his pocket and didn't play it. So does, other than he and Michelle, does any, and Tony, because Jeremy told Tony I've got a 50-50, who else knows what that advantage is? I think it's just those three, Three. but everyone thinks now it's Jeremy's thing. Yeah, and I, what if he doesn't give it back? I don't know. He would. Damn, and fireworks between Jeremy and Denise, too. At Tribal. I get that Denise had a snapping point, but that was rude. You don't put your hand in somebody's face. I think she was getting so flustered because, like, she is one of those people who I think is like, I'm in the numbers. Here's the plan. What? Stick to the plan. And just has no why are we, yeah, yeah, like, why point. are we yep. going crazy? Which, yeah, I'm sure that's frustrating as hell. Like, everybody's losing their minds. You don't know what's being said. It could be you. Even if you have immunity, you still feel, feel paranoid. And I think she was kind of just like... Kind of just done. like, I'm done. And it went to Jeremy's face. It happened to be Jeremy, the last person that was, like, trying to talk with her. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it was, like, definitely the straw broke the camel's back. But I still think it was it was fucking rude and it didn't play well. No. Like, it didn't play well in front of the jury. It didn't play well on TV. Well, I actually don't know if it... Well I actually don't know if the, germ, ger, if the jury is on Jeremy's side or Denise's side. Because I did see, like, I she made eyes with somebody, like hey, can you believe he did that? And it's kind of seemed like somebody on the jury was sympathetic to her. Yeah, I wonder who. So, like, I, I could have, it could have been perceived both ways. Like, some people could have been like, wow, like, that was really rude of Denise. And Jeremy made a good point that they might have to work together after this. And she might yeah. now not have Jeremy. And I think people on the jury could have taken it from Denise's side where it's like, she just wants to vote. And, like, he needs to just respect the fact that, like, they can't scramble anymore. Yeah. Lots of chatter. Jeff was being really funny when they were all running around and he was like acting like they were horses jockeying around a track. He was like never like done like an other character. Yeah. I'm telling you, we got like. He probably, his guard is down because it's players who've played before and they know. And And think about it. How many live travels have there been? This is like the sixth one. Yeah. He's like, all right, let's go. He's like, I mean, he's smart enough to know what's good TV and he's like, you guys don't need me. Yeah. And they're there for hours so he can just fuck around if he really wants to. Right. And at that point, if it happens so many times, why not? Yeah. I truly was feeling, though, with this tribal, more so than any in recent seasons or in my recollection, I truly did not know whose name was going to get put down. Truly had no idea. And I felt super strongly that Jeremy should have... I felt, while it was all happening, that Jeremy should have played the advantage. So when Jeff called for idols or advantages, I was, like, kind of freaking out. That was a hot moment, like... Sarah, Sarah almost uses yep. it. Tony's. And huge for Tony to say, here, Sarah. Yeah. Huge for Sarah, for Tony to say that. Yeah. Huge for everyone to really see who he was, his he's loyalty re- is. He's ready to save. Yeah. And then huge. Well, I think that's what's interesting about Tony is he's honestly willing to save anybody if yeah. it works within the strategy that he's concocted. Yeah. And then huge for Jeremy to trust tony everything again hinged on tony yeah tony goes did you write the name down i told you to write down 
And he's like, yeah, I did. Everything hinged on Tony. Yeah. He's killing it. He's playing such a great So he game. literally was able to be like, I know who's voting Kim, yeah. and I know who's voting Jeremy, and I know that Jeremy's going to be safe. Yeah. And he was three to four. Yeah, which is crazy. I wonder how this is going to, like, forebode for, um, for Kim getting being voted out by Jeremy because she kind of was his proponent or like they were like friends you know yeah but like, I, I think wonder it's if she's kind of gonna the, realize she was gonna she voted for him though it's a part of you the know game. yeah she voted for him he voted for her at that point really Kim's anger if she has any she doesn't come off to me as the type of player Who that would, would have scorned yeah but if anything it's on Tony yeah. more than because he orchestrated Jeremy. it yeah. yeah um I think that next episode is the battle back. It has to be. We only have two more episodes. I think it's the battle back too. It has to be. It always is. Yeah. Like or always. It's only the second edge. But next week for sure is the battle back, and it's a two-hour episode. Yeah. And so, back. in terms of the battle back, in terms of the battle back, <laughs> our dog is just doing laps. I threw the thing for him to catch, and then he brings it to Brian. You dummy, I'm playing with you. It's okay. Um, I think it's going to be a challenge that favors a woman. And the reason I think that is because at this point, there has been three Edge of Extinction battle backs. There's the two in the first Edge of Extinction, and now this will be the fourth. There's been one so far where Tyson got in. Yeah. Out of all of those... Three men have gotten back, and I think those statistics matter to CBS. I think they're very aware of that. Aware of that, and I think they're going to do a challenge. Honestly, that's very has has proven Open to shot. be very neutral in terms of men a man or woman or woman. Yes, yes, which means not a ton of physical. You know, they always do like three. But parts. in the scenes for next episode, it looks like something's happening with like Danny and Rob. Yeah, like some sort of challenge or yeah, something. Yeah, so I yeah. don't know what that could be about. But yeah, just more drama before the battle back. Potentially. What if Danny gets back in? <laughs> don't even say that. What? <laughs> I just like, I... The only person who has a shot at winning if they get back in... Actually, there's quite a few people. Like Natalie, for sure. She has an amazing story that she could pitch to jury if she makes it to the final three. Yeah. Like, her, she single-handedly she has been a part of almost every single advantage yeah so like she has an amazing story if she can sell it that way parvati rob tyson yule i would argue maybe yeah and ethan maybe just because of like underdog <laughs> like those are the people that i think would stand a chance in actually winning if they battle back and make it to the final three yeah you have to do some crazy shit though to get like you have to be so risky yeah I'm just sorry. I'm thinking in my head as we're talking about this. Like, I know this is ahead of myself, but there's only two episodes yeah. left. Yeah. How are they going to do the... They're not going to be able to do a live reunion. No, they're not. Um, so what are they... Jeff how how been, are they even going to, like, do yeah. the, like... Jeff's been winning. posting about it, and he's been... Well, he's been, like... There's been articles kind of written about it, and they've given a non-answer so far. So they, they just keep saying, like... It's all going to be satellite, probably. They keep saying we're 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 working with some options, but like how lame is like a Zoom winner revelation? What suck? That's what I'm just thinking of in my head. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
They're yeah. all gonna like remote in from there. Yeah, I mean they'll make it good some in some way, shape, or form. But that has been, I guarantee you, there's a team dedicated to different Just options out how to of figuring this. out how to do it. Yeah. yeah, but they did say the finale's in two weeks. They did say they will announce a winner, so they're not gonna prolong it until to like, have a live. Thing. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, so they will announce a winner, but the way they're going to do it is going to be unlike any way we've ever it's gonna seen. Be, it's going to be Jeff calling the winner and somebody filming the winner. I hate that. Oh my God. I'm like stressed out thinking about it. No, we it. need to see everyone's reaction. I know. Everyone's reaction. Fuck. It was, this was a weird episode. Yeah, it was weird. I have this like callous. I have this like callous sort of feeling about it yeah even though i i feel really impressed with tony yeah i feel really happy that jeremy's still in and i feel really grossed out by ben i think those are my prevailing feelings right now yeah i feel grossed out by ben um tony has set up a really great game for himself and honestly if he keeps winning immunity deserves to win at this point if you called it right now like he's got it yeah yeah i don't have any other really strong feelings about anybody which is shocking because i thought i'd be devastated yeah kim same same she's i asked you before the episode i'm like what's who are some of your top five all-time favorites and kim is one of my favorite players ever Yeah. yeah but i think like i'm literally just like at this point like it's anyone's game and Girl, you stepped down for peanut butter and cookies, and yeah. sometimes that's what happens. So you're dead to grace after that. No, well, it's just like never. If you if you have any sliver of a doubt that you might be at risk, don't. And you are in a immunity challenge where it's not one person; it's a man and a woman. That's two shots at it. Yeah. Like, how could you? Yeah. How? Like, you, there must be some part of like starvation and hunger and yeah. tired that just takes over, and like you can't get out of that like just knowing that you could have food yeah like imagine you convince yourself of anything in that scenario i know but i'm just thinking about like kim's season like she was not that kind of player who would just step down for yeah a hot advantage or like you know yeah it's disappointing because she's such a great player and i have this feeling of like we didn't really get to see her no, I would have loved if she had won that immunity and made a big move. Yeah, because she's been playing from the bottom pretty consistently. Like, I want to yes. see Kim with power. Right. And and, and you, her you season, felt it starting to happen, yes. and then she stepped off. That was what was so awesome about her One World season is that she had power, and so she was able to, like, be in that strategic captain position and do well and make big moves. But she has not had that, and, like, she could have had that if she yeah. just stuck it out. Yeah. Denise looked strong, but not, like, no, Kim could yeah. have, I think even think Michelle could have had a shot at it, too. Yeah. I feel like Denise is boring right now. Denise is playing a very safe game, as evidenced by the fact that she's not willing to partake in the live tribal. She's going to vote how she decided to vote, how yeah. she was told to vote, honestly. It seems like she's really willing to be like, who's our number one option? Who's our number two? How do you need me to vote? Like that's how she's playing. And that's an effective game for a lot of people, but it's not a winners at war winning Winning strategy. strategy. You're totally right. Like it's, it's so much. It's just safe. About reading what kind of season you have. And if you have a super emotional season and jury, like players like Denise win. 
Yeah. Like, David and Goliath was an emotional season. Like, lots of crying. Lot, you know, it, uh, what are some other... Like, her season was really emotional. I just feel like... Well, no, you, I feel like the thing is, like, Denise, like, if she does get to the end, which she might get to the final three with the way that she's playing, it's a conservative approach. And yes, you have some merit in being there, but the jury is not going to... But that's Other what than I mean. One Sandra move, like they're not going to be like, yeah. But they're going to be like, what else did you do, Denise? What name did you throw out there? That what move did you effectively make? How did you impact this? That's what I mean. That? Like in emotional seasons, it's it's more about the type of people who you your character yeah. in emotional seasons, which serves Denise in quiet games. But then in lots of returning players games strategy is so often rewarded with the jury yeah because people don't take it as personally this season is interesting because everything feels really personal yeah and yet people are really applauding strategy and at the end of the day they want someone who did strategy and who's a good person like they don't want worthy of the million yeah yeah so it's i don't know Time two more eppies. Two more episodes. It's, it's getting sad. It is getting sad. What are we going to watch on TV? I heard Outer Banks was good, like, trash TV. I heard it was, too. Like, someone told me it was the, o- the OC meets... Someone told me it was, like, Riverdale. Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale is Someone awful. told me it was, like, skanky teen romance. I'm into that. I don't know. All right, folks. That's all she wrote. We didn't get any sponsors this week, but that's okay. You know, we know it's tough times. Um, (laughs) So no um, sponsor shout-outs. And then the only shout-out is to our youngest and cutest fan. And her name is Eloise, and she's my new niece. Oh, I thought we were going to say Murphy. Oh. No, Murphy doesn't listen to this podcast. Okay. Um, no, my niece is the newest Survivor fan to join the world. Yeah, and she's a cute one. She's cute. We gotta get her a buff. Oh, baby buff. <sighs> like, in Jeremy, Jeremy has a photo of his youngest son. Wearing and, a buff. Yeah, and it's a huge, huge photo, buff. and it's one of those, like, creepy baby pics where, where they, they, like, like pose mush them, them up together. And he's wearing a buff. Jeremy's kids are fucking cute. They're gorgeous. Dude, Jeremy makes it to the end. I've got this weird feeling. He goes on a he goes on a Sorry, run. that's gonna be loud. He's way too invested. And you and I called this like a year ago when they were filming. Yeah. You and I were like, I think Jeremy goes back on because he, he went on a silence on Instagram. And then what's more is he started to post more. He never used to post ever. Yeah, he and amped he it up. St- he amped it up. And then Parvati, we saw around this summer last last time, like yeah. when they would film, Parvati was coming back from somewhere and you sent me a picture and you said she looks skinny. Yeah. And so we started looking up different people and we're like, fuck, something's they, happening. Yeah, like they played. They yeah. played a season. Yeah. So I'm just like, Really happy and proud that we, we called that? predict the future. And this ending has rambled for too long. Good night. Good night, everyone. <laughs>